G'day, everybody. Here I am with uh, newly crowned Ironman 70.3 Sunshine Coast Women's Champion, Rebecca Clark. Hello, Rebecca. <laughs> hey, Rob. <laughs> We've chatted a few times since that race, and uh, and I don't tire of, of just listening to you talk about how, how that race unfolded because, you know, we didn't have any live coverage or anything, but obviously the tracker was giving us pretty good updates on how things were going. And, and I don't know if you felt the same, but the, the race just looked like it went perfectly to plan um, from what we discussed pre-race. Um, just take us through it. Tell us how, how it went. Yeah, well, it started, um, yeah, pretty early in the morning, um, which was kind of nice. Yeah, I've done a few later starts recently um, with the PTO, so it was nice just to kind of, just do the usual pre-race morning routine um and then yeah it was um pretty relaxed to start we had um nice conditions in the water um yeah then I got 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 a good start and kind of found myself um yeah leading from the start um one girl was on my feet um for a bit of it uh Chloe Hartnett um but I just felt I just felt super relaxed um one of those days where you're swimming where it, it feels um like hard but easy at the same time um, had a uh, few uh, pro guys only left a minute ahead, so I had a few of them to chase down. And um, how many did you yeah. catch? Pardon? How many did you catch? Yeah, how many did guys in the field? But it was at least ten or so of them. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, but it was a great like one course. It's pretty yeah easy to sight. Um, and then yeah, I got a little wave in, into the beach and um, knew I. Had, Knew the next girl was not um, too far behind, but that I had created a gap um, to the rest of the field, um, which is what I wanted. So um, just tried. Ben had a good smooth transition, um, and just uh, yeah, settled in into the bike. Um, you had told me to like build build into it, not go off like um, too hard, which um, I think yeah, with um, you know a bit of fatigue in there from training, so. Yeah, I just um, I kind of didn't look too much at numbers and just kind of went by feel. And um, we had quite a tailwind going out, so the speed was up, but the watts were a little bit down. But um, yeah, I just more concentrated on like yeah, being aero and being mm. fast. Out. So when uh, when when Chloe caught you, I mean, it, <clears throat> it's no surprise she caught you because it was only twenty five seconds, and and that was the that was what she had to do. Um, did you kind of know that she was going to catch you or were you sort of waiting for her to come across or or were you just waiting for her to, you know, were you just making it fast enough that she still had to work hard to get to you? And when she got to you, did you guys say anything? Did you talk or did you just settle into a routine, sort of rhythm? Yeah, I was. I, I knew she was a strong biker, but um, I felt I was riding well. So I was just, like, if she catches me, yeah, that's um, what happens. I wasn't, you know, going to wait up, but I thought um, – I, was, I I think she took actually a little while to catch up to me. Um, mm. was a good case, so I think, um, before she came past. And, um, yeah, I think it was about, yeah, maybe a little bit less. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, she did, yeah, she did say something. She, yeah, go past me, could work with Bex or something. So I thought, yeah, and then things worked together. And, um, yeah, we were kind of motivating each other and stopping turns every, you know, five minutes or so. Um, and at the mm. first turn around, which was, yeah, I don't know, about, yeah, 25Ks in that um, could see about, um, oh, maybe only like a minute and a half to Radka and then the others were another three minutes. Back. So mm. we had to push on and we got into the headwind. And, 
your, your speed your speed drop but um and I felt like we were pushing but not too hard um and it wasn't until the next like turnaround that I saw that we had gained time um so we we're out to the next group and so they were like three or so minutes behind um and yeah and that was more- that was quite interesting because they, they were a group of four versus a group of two and it just it just showed that the motivation of two athletes versus a group of four that probably had some riders in there that weren't really wanting to push the pace too much because they were a little bit concerned about their own races. It just played into the hands, into your hands perfectly because it opened that gap up pretty quickly. Yeah, um, definitely. It's like motivating when you know you're uh, maybe, yeah, riding uh, faster than the girls behind. Um, if not faster, like at least not, yeah, they're not gaining time on you. Um, so, yeah, I, I just kept um, kept motivation high. And the second lap was a bit more busy with age groupers. Um around so it was keeping kind of safe and, and watching out for that um but yeah I just felt um really good like I felt like I'd got to 45k and um you know you're kind of waiting for some more like muscle soreness to build up but just felt like I was um yeah at a at, an, at a sweet spot where I wasn't um yeah definitely overdoing it so yeah, yeah. Or, I mean you never know to hop off the bike but um yeah I I, I knew that if I got off the bike with almost like four minute lead and I, I ran well um you know like it, it could be my day I was I think I was already thinking down the bike even though I was like there's still the whole run to come yeah yeah I bet that was hard to not not dominate yeah. your mind <laughs> yeah and be like oh like I could actually this is setting up nicely I, I like I could mm-hmm. win but it's like um so I don't know if that like pushes you to just forget about any pain when you do get off the bike and start running um mm-hmm. and the first, first 500 meters my legs didn't feel too great but um and Chloe went out quite hard, but once I reeled, went past her and um, kept looking at my watch and just kept being like quite surprised by the pace I was doing and um, and yeah, and then just kept kept going for it and um, yeah, just got you know again uh, checked the time they weren't coming back to me. The girls, um, I was holding them about the same, so um, mm. that that was motivating and working out maths in your head of okay, if I'm running even like a little bit, <laughs> yeah. There were a lot to catch, a lot, yeah, time to catch. It was pretty, it was pretty amazing to watch because I I looked at your splits, your K splits, and they they were fast and they were faster than you'd run before off the bike and consistently faster. And we know this was probably one of your fastest runs off the bike. Was there a point when you saw, and and, I mean, you had had two great runners chasing you. You had Kylie Simpson and Radka um, Carfeld, and and they both won big races they've both been big runners Kylie I think did, did Kylie win Ironman Cairns this year or was was she podium I know both Kylie and Rad were racing Ironman Cairns this year and raced really well so and, yeah and, Kylie won yeah Kylie won she won Ironman Australia and then Ironman Cairns as well that's right yeah so in your mind when you saw them at the turnaround did you look at them and think you're not running that great or did you look at them and think holy shit you guys are running really well I've got to put my game up so what was what was complaining then? Um, I think when I saw Radka in that I hadn't first turned like it was like four minutes, which was I knew we had about off the bike. Then I thought, oh, she's she's running like the same pace as me. Um mm. at the time and her and at the point she was Penny was in front of her. So I thought just yeah, maybe struggling a little bit. Um Penny being your, I, your training partner, Penny Slater, who's yeah. obviously benefiting from <laughs> from the same <laughs> the, the same amount of training you're doing at the moment. <laughs> she had a yeah. great race. 
yeah, she, uh, you know, wasn't really tapered and quite fatigued. So, mm. yeah, she did great. And, uh, yeah, then when I saw Kylie, I was like, I think it was like five, five and a half minutes. And I thought, well, I know she's a very fast runner, maybe say capable 120. So I was, I was a little bit worried when I saw her. And I mean, she's such a great runner. She always just, she just looks good. Mm. Um, so I did, yeah. I did, yeah. I did actually shout out to a guy I know. Can you give me some time splits? <laughs> Were you yeah. not getting any splits from from the lead bike or anything? Were you just running blind? No. <laughs> I don't feel like my, my lead biker was like, he was like well behind me sometimes. And he, some bikers can be quite vocal about like, you know, because it was quite, you know, I was quite busy on the course. Um, and yeah, I think someone said even afterwards, they're like, oh, I got shouted out by the biker, but you'd already passed at me by then. So it was like, <laughs> Uh, so I can't get you. Um, so no, I mean, uh, I know Alex Amelia's partner. He was, um, yeah. I know one stage he was filming me. He's like, "Here's Bex. She's coming in. She's she's running towards the wind and wind." And I'm like, "Yeah, we've still got a while to go." So, <laughs> you weren't getting ahead of yourself. The guys, yeah, I know he's a coach. He um, did give me some splits and yeah, said that I was um, yeah pretty much running one of the best out there. So um, yeah, that was good to hear. And, and, and super motivating and it's, it's a great course like going up um like it's got a hill but it's it's quite nice because you kind of I don't know it can it breaks up your stride a bit you can work the hill and then you get like a little bit of um like well quads are feeling it now but you yeah you get a little bit of recovery on the downhill um and you yeah. and it's quite it's quite a funny um it's quite funny about this race because you race there as an ITU athlete in, in the world cup race before and so, and on a very similar course, eh? So, do you remember much of that course from from that day to how, how it was in the weekend? Yeah, we it was they had changed them and put us more in the river, like inlet, because of the, oh, the way, okay. quite disappointed. So, I swim, yeah, it was different. But then, I think our bike was literally up and over that hill. Like, I think we had to bike back and forth four times, so like eight times. Hmm. Um, and that was already pushed the legs. And I think the run, which it was a limit, like, okay. and again, we had to go back over that hill a couple, but it was literally felt like we were running over the hill, ran a little bit to the flat, and then turned and then came back again. Yeah. Um, it was only like two, yeah, so two and a half K out. So, um, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're definitely running better now than you were back then as well, which is, yeah. which is cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> As you as you got to the end of the run, end of the run, you knew that you were going to win it. It was just it must have been an amazing relief, and and just to think, you know, it's just. I mean, you started this, you started the year with a great race, with a great win at the Tower and Half Ironman, and you come into the end of the season, you still got more racing to go, but it, it, it bookends, which is what's been a pretty intense few months of you for you, oh, six months really, Iron Ironman New Zealand. The um, Challenge Championship, a couple of or three PTO races, another Challenge Half. Um, it's been a big, it's been a big, big campaign. So, how how does it feel getting to the end of it and still feeling like you're actually hitting your straps now, like you're you're really getting into your stride and you're running your best you have? It's it must be quite a relief when you're off your shoulders. Yeah, um, it's been a busy. Yeah, I think. It's uh, was it ten races now, so um, mm. quite a lot, and like a little bit of um, racing, yeah, kind of fatigue. But I think um, yeah, having this um result kind of you know lifts me up for like Kona, um, and yeah, maybe the 
you know, I've learned a lot. You learn a lot each from racing and um, from each race. So I feel like I put some of the things I learned into practice. Um, but yeah, I was kind of thinking during this, I was a little more, you know, I was like with the mount, you know, stuff like that. I was, and on the highway, it kind of in the season, mm-hmm. I was kind of a little bit of vibes of like Tauranga and um, yeah, probably the best I've found racing since then. So um, mm-hmm. you got to take those days. So when they come and um yeah it's it's quite funny because i was question i was actually questioning whether or not you should do this race and you were adamant that you're going to go and do it anyway so uh i'm quite i'm quite glad you you over, overruled me on that one because <laughs> i was thinking oh another race is, is there oh do we need to do another race do, do we, is it going to be useful it was the best bloody decision you made all season so <laughs> <laughs> um but i think i think and i said to you earlier you know you've got to get your head kicked in a few times to know how, how to race and and the good the good thing about you is you're not afraid to get your head kicked in you're not afraid to turn up to a field of 20 of the best women in the world and go on the start line and just have a crack like you've done at every PTO race this this season and I think that hardens the athlete when you do get to these smaller fields smaller races less probably less competitive fields but it actually you're the same athlete that turns up to them and you know it's if you hadn't done those PTO races and if you hadn't just taken some 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 softer options, I don't think you would have turned up to this race with that same killer instinct of, you know, I'm going to run as hard as I can and I know I'm going to hold these girls off. Um, so I think there's I think that's actually been a great a great season. You've, it's been a hard season and I think you've, like you say, you've learned a lot. But yeah, it's 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 coming together really nicely, eh? Yeah, I just want to be able to see, finish it strong now with um, Kona yeah, to stay yeah. healthy and, um, yeah, good for that. And because, um, yeah, that would – I mean, yeah, it was it was great to win here, but, you know, I definitely still want to see perform there and, um, yeah, and if I can perform then really bookend. Yeah, there hasn't been – yeah, I've been a bit disappointed with some of the obviously, races this season. So, um, yeah, you're going to end that um and yeah but still lots of lots of learnings and and maybe learning how much yeah time like between racing and um yeah mm-hmm. you kind of need those um training blocks and i think it showed like just having a bit more training under my belt um over the last few weeks as opposed to racing again kind of set me up to race again <laughs> well yeah. but uh, and that's a really important thing i mean there's no no two training plans are the same from one athlete to the next, or even from one season to the next. I mean, what we're doing this season is quite different from what we did last season. And one of the observations you made after I'm in Frankfurt, and we kind of knew that it was going to be the case, is that you just didn't have enough time in the Ironman quality specific time in the legs. And that's and that sort of cost you a little bit in that race. But so the the goal really was to hit the pre-Kona block, which we're in now, with with that goal of really ramping the mileage up and really just putting the stress on the body and the last three weeks has has done that perfectly and this is race week's kind of a recovery week because you've had a couple of easier days actually last week wasn't that easy it was quite a hard week but you got a couple of easy days now and then we can go into this block again coming into Kona so you'll actually end up with two really really intensive three or four week blocks which I think times really nicely and we wouldn't have known that if you hadn't have done Frankfurt and if you hadn't have had the the foresight of knowing that 
this wasn't quite right. I need a little bit more and saying that to me. So um, I think that's why just what we've created in the last few weeks has actually come together really well from your own observations. And I think that's so important for athletes and coaches going forward, listening to this is that, you know, the athlete, the athlete's the one who knows what's going on inside them. And, and quite often their opinion is more important than what the coach thinks should happen. And uh, I think that's been really good. It's been a really good season for that. Yeah. Um, but it was it was certainly your biggest week last week, wasn't it? I think that's I think we cracked your biggest. Yeah, for the yeah, I think for this year it was um, one of yeah. my biggest. I get pretty nervous. <laughs> but the good thing about you is you're very good at recovery. <laughs> 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 like you and you're also really in tune but because you you have no problem in texting me and saying oh, i'm a bit tired i think i need to soften this session up a little bit i'm like brilliant that's that's perfect rather than a lot of people would just look at it and go i need to get the session done because it's on the plane and that's often what digs a hole so another learning thing for people listening to this is if it doesn't feel right for that day then change the plan you know, communicate with your coach and, and and get the message across that it's not quite right because it's so easy to change it before the session than it is to try and make up for some errors that have been made in the days prior um, to an injury or an illness coming on. So, yeah, it's been it's been great, sort of a great learning experience for all of us. Yeah, and I, mean, I had some, yeah, a little bit of, you know, even in that week it was like, yeah, had to have a bit of adaption with some um, mechanical things with um, the bike and stuff, and <laughs> um, and then you know I did I did feel pretty tired, so I did wonder if I'd get out of that before this race. So um, yeah, it's kind of amazing what I don't know. I think yeah, as a um, you know one thing we have as a pro of age group is like yeah, I don't work so much, so I can like kind of fit in a bit more recovery around those sessions. Um, because if I yeah if I was working full time I don't I couldn't do the volume I did and probably get away with being very close to that line but mm. then be like oh, I can have Monday afternoon completely off like I think I was laying in the bed on Monday afternoon just like oh I feel pretty terrible <laughs> um, loud kind of yeah freshen up a little bit more for the next day yeah that's good so now that we're um, how many weeks out from Kona are we three three or four weeks four weeks. Uh, I think it was it was what's today Monday was should, it five weekend so it's five weeks to go yeah I should I should know this actually yeah it is it is five weeks <laughs> yeah so it's um yeah four yeah four week four weeks five weeks whatever anyway we take each week as it comes um so you're heading back up to Cairns um for a couple more weeks and then you'll head to Kona yeah um yeah, of uh, humidity yeah um in Cairns yeah yeah I think that's been a really important thing is is and you've done really well in Girona because you've had that exposure to the heat and humidity and you just there's just no you just can't let that stuff go because it's so important to be able to to, to compete well in a race when it is like that you, you just can't hide from that sort of stuff so that you've, you've based yourself in some really good locations for the heat and humidity and I think that's going to pay dividends and Again, it, I think a lot of it's a psychological thing. If you're afraid of the heat, of the conditions, then you're really going to get affected by it. But if you're not afraid of it, if you've dealt with it in training, then you'll be absolutely fine when you get back to back to the the, the key races. And Kona obviously is the key race for the season. Yeah. Um, 
and the other good thing is you is you qualified for seventy point three wheels next year. Yes, uh, yeah. Going back to before twenty twenty, wanting to do Taupo, and I think I missed slots like a couple of times. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. So to have it nice and early is um, a good feeling to know. No, now I'm already going to that and have that on the calendar for next year, and yeah, yeah kind of no early that. You know, next year it'll be like, okay, yeah, we've kind of got or hopefully Nice World Champs and then mm. then what's best to then peak up again for December because that would be kind of a interesting, yeah. yeah. Did you watch, uh, you, you you were saying last night, uh, obviously earlier before recording that you watched pretty closely the men's race last night, the um, Ironman World Champs and Nice. Um, were you excited by it? Did you like what you saw in that race, in the course? Yeah, I think um, I think it's definitely one that you saw like people who had gone over a lot of time and um, the French guys um, and they're really good good cyclists uh, like Magnus mm -hmm. do really well um, and yeah, it's definitely one you want want to know. Um, it looks it looks super tough though, so I was like, yeah, you need to, you need you need to be mm -hmm. needing climbing legs because um, I felt when I was watching, I just felt like for quite a lot of it, I was just um, seeing seeing them climb like they were time trial position they were just mm. yeah yeah you could you, you didn't you didn't get a perception of the steepness but when you saw they weren't in the error bars you realized it was pretty steep in those some of those sections but um yeah. i was i was looking at it and think because i know you're such a great descender and a great climber and you spend a lot of time in the hills and girona and i was watching that course going oh this is bex is going to go perfect this is perfect for you because it's a it's a it's a really really good technical course and and you know your your technical skills on the bike is 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 amazing at the moment so you know I think it it's a really really good course for you so um, I'm looking forward to looking forward to seeing what can happen in that race but we've got a long way to go we've got another important one before that so <laughs> so too far ahead of ourselves <laughs> um, and the other only other thing I wanted to mention was this was quite a cool race because Radka was in the race and I'm pretty sure that our first race together you might correct me on this was the 70.3 in Taupo when you came third we may have been working together for a little bit before that but that was the first race that you really hit the you hit the podium and you were like yeah I've, I've, I can do it I can get a career out of this and Radka won that race and you spent some time with her on the bike in fact you spent most of the ride with her and yeah. um and she won the race I think Hannah was second you were third and oh. Macaulay was second and I was third. Who was yeah. second? Jocelyn McCauley. Oh, Jocelyn was, yeah, that's yeah. right. And so it kind of opened the door of, wow, a long push career. This 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 could be something to, interesting to chase. And um, five years down the track, here we are, and now you're winning the race. Radka's still going. <laughs> but <laughs> Radka was, was there when you had your debut 70.3 race, and she was also there when you had your first, your debut 70.3 podium. So that was quite a nice little story to... To um to put together and and I was I was, I was quite yeah. shocked that 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 was like that. Yeah, and we both qualified yeah for Taupo. I think um yeah. she, she was planning maybe to retire after Kona um <laughs> maybe another year or something. So and then and she said yes to Taupo. So she has got another hopeful. Brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> but yeah. Oh well, it's good. Well, I'm uh we'll, we'll end it here. I don't want to take your time too much longer, but uh yeah, I just wanted to to emphasize how how good this was just from my perspective and the, the comments that I've received from people uh, through social media, just, just congratulating 
for the efforts that the results that you've had. It's just it's just so great. And um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, being in Kona in a few weeks' time, and we can watch it all happen in real life rather than just on an app. <laughs> And I'll get a faster scooter this time so I can keep up with you when you're running. <laughs> yeah, an e-bike or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need an e-bike. I definitely need an e-bike. <laughs> oh, well, enjoy the rest of the time in Noosa and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch up during the week. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Uh, let me stop.